You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. And once again, we get my wife, Cassandra. So we're, what are we, three, four weeks in a row now? Yeah, we're we're on a a roll. Yeah, we're going to have to keep this up. So uh, (laughs) on behalf of all of our listeners and myself, we appreciate you being here. So it's uh, December. I know, snow. 2023 is almost going to be gone. Cold. Yeah. Makes you see why people move to Florida. (laughs) Yeah, I remember when I was a younger, younger man, I remember my dad used to tell me, that he could feel it in his knees when the storm was coming in, and I would laugh and think he was full of full of beans. But now that I'm old and my knees are bad, I can feel it in my knees too. So, <laughs> but anyhow, so today is episode 236, and today's topic is Christmas and toxic mold. So, when you think about toxic mold, do you ever really think about Christmas? Um, I do think about. Christmas and mold just because I know plants, trees, and they all, it, depending on how you water them, where you water them, and what happens can lead to mold. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, like you said, plants, trees, you know, if you have a real tree, you're introducing something into your home that, for the most part, for most of the year, it hasn't been there. I know for us, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of house plants. There's there's a lot of clients I deal with and go do inspections and I go in there and they have house plants everywhere. And, uh, for me, like I can just tell it's more humid in there. You just tell the air quality is a little bit different. So for those people, if they bring in a tree, it's probably not a big deal, but like for us, we don't keep house plants. So, but we do go get a real tree. And, uh, you know, back in the day, a couple of years ago, we actually, we, we do like the, uh, 
what's that that Christmas show, the comedy? They they went and got their own tree. And put yeah, we would cut our own tree down. Yeah, but what what's that show? That's uh, it's an old comedy, I think, from the eighties. I don't know. But anyhow, they put it up on top of their station wagon. But that's how we are. And I the, I think the reason I was thinking about that is there could be any kind of critters or bugs or anything in that tree. So when we talk about Christmas and mold, that's something I think about as far as with the real Christmas tree, that's what you're introducing into the air quality. If it's a fake tree, maybe you won't have those concerns, but like, where did you store that all winter? Or sorry, I shouldn't say winter, all summer when you weren't using it. Well, the other thing is a lot of people are starting to do, you know, they say Friendsgiving, like Friends Thanksgiving. And lots of people are starting to do Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's with friends as opposed to just with family. So what they'll do is they'll rent a Verbo or an Airbnb. And a lot of my friends have said when they do that, they're always concerned about like, is the place going to be dirty? Is there going to be mold? I mean, when you're renting a Verbo for Christmas because you want to bring either family or friends there, you have no idea what state the home is going to be in that you're renting and you don't know how they've kept it up. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's been a lot of times every time we'd stay at a hotel, I don't I don't think there's a single hotel we've stayed at for the most part that I didn't find some sort of water damage or mold. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you have, like you said, you're getting all your friends together and you're all chipping in and renting a big house. I don't know. I, we've never done it, but I, I don't know how well those properties are maintained. I I would think they're probably not even as maintained as well as a hotel that people stay in all the time. Exactly. Because, I don't know, I don't know how that works, but I'd imagine the owners, unless something major comes up, they don't, they don't do any air testing, mold inspections, or anything like that. So, that's a good point to bring up, because once again, you know, depending on where you're going and renting that place, maybe you're going somewhere so for us we're not used to high humidity mm-hmm. where we are out west doesn't have that but let's just say we went to a humid place like florida you know there's just the air quality itself and the high humidity makes it a higher risk of having mold anyways so absolutely and even when you go to families' homes i mean you know if you go to your grand aunt's house and she's 90 and she keeps her house at 80 degrees and she's got dehumidifiers running all over the place and you've got a baby that you're bringing to that house i mean there's lots of things that especially if you're somebody who's very on top of your indoor air quality in your own home as mean as it may sound, you have to ask a few questions before you agree to go to somebody else's house. Yeah, that, you know, we've talked about it before and, you know, that it could be your aunt's home or whatever, a distant cousin that you never really see very often. And they have five dogs and three cats and houseplants everywhere. And it smells like urine every time you go in there. And everybody kind of is always like, oh, we're not going to be there for very long. Well, if you're mold mold sensitive or you have sears, um, it could trigger a lot of things. And, you know, speaking of that urine smell, it's not always from pets because some molds have a urine type of smell to them. It's hard to know, like, what you're getting yourself into. And you can't really go to your 90-year-old grandmother's home and be like, hey, grandma. (laughs) You should probably do some mold testing because 
your house stinks. I mean, I don't think that'd go over very well. Well, no, but you know, I mean, when I used to eat no gluten, no wheat, no dairy, I'd go to restaurants and I'd be like, what's on the menu? Does it have butter? I mean, I was pretty anal retentive. You know, I've never, you never see me in that mode, but I would ask all the questions I need to ask. And I guess when people think about going for Christmas, no, you're not going to be rude and say, I'm not coming unless you do mold testing. But there are some proactive things people can can do, especially if you know you have a child who has a- asthma or you have certain tendencies that, you know, mold will make even worse. Like bring your own pillows, bring your own sheets. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how long that mattress has been slept on by other people. Well, bring an it, air mattress. If, you, if you're going to go stay somewhere, I mean, that that's maybe it's something that you decide with your spouse or significant other or whoever that you decide, hey, we're you know, we're gonna travel to great grandma's city, but we're not gonna stay at her house. Exactly. Maybe if it's a you know that distant cousin that has five dogs, you just say, well, you know, our child or myself or you, one of us is mold sensitive or has asthma or allergies. You could say, hey, you know, depending on where you're at. Obviously, you couldn't do that here, but you could stay outside the whole time. Um, back out on the back patio or whatever. But but those are the things that I, I think a lot of times a lot of people don't pay attention to it. And, you know, it's it, it's funny because my dad, he used to say that he was allergic to smoke. And so obviously, you know, and this is back when I was growing up, I had a lot of family that, that lived in Chicago. And one of one of my dad's uncles owned a bar, and so we couldn't go in there. And the, I guess my point is, is this is back in the days when you could go smoke in restaurants. Well, my dad knew he was allergic to cigarette smoke, so he was very aware, and so were the rest of us, that, hey, we got to make sure we don't go anywhere if there would be cigarette smoke. Well, people need to be the same way with mold. Um, and a lot of times, I just I think a lot of people just don't think about it because – you know, it's the holiday season, and you, you know, once again, you don't want to upset grandma. Sometimes you have to, and I say it all the time, what is your health worth? Exactly. And and mold is not something that is so easy to, quote unquote, kill. I mean, I think of my big fat Greek wedding, and he put Windex on everything. Like, oh, you got to Windex, spray it. And I think sometimes people think, I bring all of my disinfectant wipes, I bring my... And that's, I wear my mask. It's going to protect me from mold. And I think people don't understand that the reason mold is the gift that keeps giving is because you can't see it. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, and if you're, if you're wearing a mask, I know with COVID, uh, you know, a lot of people, it kind of opened people's eyes to, well, hey, maybe if I wear a mask, it's going to help. Well, you got to be wearing a proper mask anyways. Yep. Uh, for for mold, it, it should be an N95 mask. So, you know, like one of those fabric masks wouldn't really work. And once again, how how would how would it be perceived or how would you, the rest of your family or friends look at you if you and your family came in with, you know, face masks? And on? nobody else was wearing exactly. them, you know? So it's just about really, I think at Christmas especially, finding a way to honor what you need. And also honoring the people that you're going to be spending time with and avoiding mold in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, you're trying to, you're dealing with with family members that's, you know, sometimes wrong things could be said. So you're walking on eggshells when it comes to that. Now you don't want to upset anybody because you bring up the four letter mold word. But it is something that at the end of the day, if, it, if you get sick from it, 
you know, and, and if you're immunocompromised or like I said, you have a child that has allergies or asthma, then you're sick for how long? And then you got to go to the doctors. And, and so it can turn into a, a huge mess. So. Absolutely. And so I, I think we're not saying don't go to family's house. We're not saying don't spend time with the family. We're saying do what you can mm-hmm. to really be proactive to prevent any unnecessary exposure to toxic mold. And at the same time, if people are listening to this, they're going, I always get a, a real Christmas tree. I'm not going to do that because it could bring mold with it. Don't do that either. Like, no. you don't need to get a fake tree if you don't like fake trees. Well, in a, in a, a, a fake tree... You know, if you bought one brand new this year, that might, you might avoid air quality issues. But you got to remember with a fake tree, depending on where it's been made and what type of tree you buy, there could be VOCs also. So, you know, it's not. And VOCs are. Volatile organic compounds. Yeah. So there are chemicals in those fake trees. Right. Yeah. The off-gassing, you could take it out of the box and. All of a sudden you start getting headaches and, you know, you're not sure why. And it's probably because of that new tree. But the same things could happen. Now, (laughs) VOCs is not what I would classify as bringing a real tree into your home. But like I mentioned earlier, you know, you have to water that tree. If you're overwatering it or maybe you're letting the kids do it, you could be saturating the floor below that, which could cause a mold problem. Also, on top of that, you could just have an allergy to that pine tree mm-hmm. or depend on whatever type of tree you get. So, yeah. And that's why I always say mold is the gift that keeps on giving. And the reason I say that from my perspective is when we're doing mold mitigation, that's mainly why I say that. Because when we're doing mitigation, we... It just seems like the the deeper we dig, the more mold we find. And so I, I, I prepare my clients all the time. Like mold is the gift that keeps on giving. And, you know, it's just something to keep in mind this time of year. And do you think, does it matter if you buy a real Christmas tree and you put it in a enclosed room? Or is it better if you buy a real Christmas tree and you put it in a more open space in the house, like an open living room, dining room? Yeah. Or does it matter for mold? Well, I think for... For mold, obviously, in a bigger room, a, a well-ventilated room, uh, you know, I, I know for one of our trees we put in a, it's kind of a library is how we use it. But if if you were watering it all the time and you keep that door closed, the ventilation's not as good. But once again, and this is something that I recommend all the time, and our listeners should not be surprised when I say this, we just put a humidity gauge in a bathroom yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was it yesterday? Yesterday, yep. And obviously, I have humidity gauges everywhere. Uh, If I don't, I can go get one out of a box. But if you're going to have a tree and you're going to have concerns like that, of course, the humidity gauge isn't going to tell you air quality, but it will tell you the humidity, which could lead to mold concerns. So to answer your question, if you're putting a tree in in a confined space or smaller space, Put a humidity gauge in there just to monitor the humidity. And if you see that it's getting over 50, 55%, that's a concern. And so for our listeners, this is why it helps to have you. I forget about this stuff because it's just common knowledge to me. Mold must have 60% humidity to become viable. So as long as we can keep it below 60%, you're good. Should people be concerned, though, when they start to see humidity at like 50 percent, 52 percent? A lot of it depends. 
on where you live. So where we live, it's dry. And I would say the relative humidity in Wyoming and Utah is probably 40%. Okay. And I would honestly think it's lower than that. But I would say on average in, in a home, you should be running between 30 to 40%. So we don't live in a humid area. Now, if you lived in Florida, you're going to see higher humidity because it's humid outside. Mm-hmm. But depending on where you live, yes, if you're seeing that it's normally around 25, 30% and all of a sudden it jumps up to 50 and it's not because you were showering, that's a concern. And so a lot of it just depends on what it naturally sits at. Do any of the fancy humidity gauges come with alarms like it alarms you once it hits a certain percent? Yeah, you can buy expensive ones that are like a water alarm or moisture alarm that you Bluetooth to your phone. You can monitor like remotely. Um, so even if you leave and yeah, it, and you can, it'll, it'll trigger an alarm. I don't know the exact brands, but... Like the humidity gauges we put up are like $6 a piece. Mm-hmm. You can buy humidity gauges that are hundreds of dollars. Okay. So, yes, there are fancy ones that you can monitor. And then like with what we use, like with our air quality monitor, we can monitor. It monitors the humidity also with that loofed. Awesome. That's so, awesome. Yep. So what's your call to action for people? We kind of covered all a, a whole lot of things, but just pay attention to your surroundings. It's you know, a lot of times we can just get caught up in this time of year. It's Christmas. We all want to be happy. We might be going to a family member's home we haven't seen in a while. So you want to make sure you don't cause any arguments or offend anybody, but just pay attention to your surroundings. And it sounds simple and sometimes it's not that simple, but it's not that difficult either, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. And if people go sledding or snowmobiling... Don't leave those wet clothes on the floor. Exactly. Yeah, it's you'd be surprised how often um, on a mold inspection we find, like in a corner of a bathroom or in a bedroom where they just throw their dirty clothes or wet towels, we have water stains and usually mold growth in that area. So yeah. just pay attention to your surroundings. We also, you can probably explain it a little bit more, we're still working on, which it takes me forever to do this stuff because I'm not tech savvy. But we're working on a a whole email program. But you can explain to our listeners how easy it is just to get signed up for our email list. Super easy. Just go to cnccontractorservices.com and you can sign up for the mold investigation checklist. And then you'll be on the email list and you'll get all of the deals and the educational emails and the things that go out only to the email list. Perfect. Well, there you have it. So today was episode 236. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the mold investigation checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free mold investigation checklist today. You can also on cnccontractorservices.com find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.